0: the finger-on-the-button global diplomacy, The Reagan Show follows Ronald Reagan's rivalry with charismatic Soviet leader Mikhail Gorbachev, tracing how the communicator-in-chief uses his public relations chops to overcome Soviet mistrust, the objection of a skeptical press corps, and the looming threat of World War III. Chock full of wit and political irony, and told solely through the 1980s news networks video and videotapes created by the Reagan administration itself, the Reagan Show explores Reagan's made-for-TV approach to politics as he faced down the United States' greatest rivalry. We're joined today by the co-director of the film, The Reagan Show, that would be Sierra Pettengill, as well as the co-director, who's not with us today, Pacho Velez, to talk about this film and the not only the importance of Ronald Reagan and and his presidency and what this film reveals, but also about the emerging media at the time when Ronald Reagan was president, and the importance of perception over fact. And, uh, Sierra, welcome to Film School. Hi, thank you. Well, thank you so much. Um, I am going to start the interview with a bit of a caveat, and, that, and to say that I'm um, not a huge fan of Ronald Reagan as president, <laughs> uh, and so I came to this film uh, with some expectations, uh, although any time I watch a film I try to eliminate all any any previous thoughts I might have and, and certainly for this film uh, I am so happy to say to you that it's just a wonderful film and an approach that uh, I had seen once before um, uh, last year a couple of years ago R. Nixon uh, was I mean yeah, yeah. R. Nixon with um, Penny Lane yeah
1: yeah had,
0: film. It, 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 it sort of a similar approach but certainly uh, I think that what makes your film The Reagan Show um, so compelling is uh, there's Footage that he that was shot of him by the staff, and as I alluded to in the introduction, how important that idea about being president and all the things that have come up with it um, uh, became uh, it, it came mm-hmm. of tame of age in that era. So um, that's a long way of saying, uh, how did you come to the project for the Reagan Show?
1: Yeah, so you know, I um, I think the thing that we were most interested in unpacking was um, this idea of performance and acting um, and a a way to look at the Reagan presidency um, through that lens. Um, And, you know, it's interesting that you say you kind of haven't seen Reagan this way before. And, um, you know, one of the things we talked about a lot was this idea that's repeated by pretty much everyone who's ever been very close to Reagan, including all of his biographers, which is that there's there's a limit to how close you can get to him. You know, you, there's kind of a lack of an interiority. Um, you know, one of his biographers, Edmund Morris, kind of inf- infamously wrote his book in a sort of hybrid fictionalized way because he, he was frustrated by his kind of the lack of a psychological read that was possible with him. Hmm. Um, and so for us, you know, we thought that's not going to be possible. Um, and so what is a way that you actually can get close to him? And as a man who spent most of his life in front of the camera, um, and who, who talks about, um, you know, the fact that the camera doesn't lie himself, that seeing him through, um, the, the images that he was making and affecting would actually be a way to, to look, maybe get a closer, more accurate read on the man.
0: Mm. You know that you're reminding me that this by what you just said, reminding me of that frustration, uh, and and I think a, a lot of animus towards Reagan. At least I'll, I'll speak on my behalf towards him. Yeah. Was this uh, sense that it was all exterior, and so there had to be something pretty nefarious behind this this mask, this sort of public persona that really never varied very at all, really, to, right. to speak of. Uh, as president, and as certainly as governor, and move, move throughout his whole life, it was it. And maybe, <laughs> maybe it was unfair because he, he. It's maybe it was all exterior. Maybe everything he was was what we saw. But is that or is that an impression that you had after watching and so much footage and and being around this project for as long as you were? What What, what do you think was his interior? Um, yeah, landscape? I,
1: mean, I I don't know that I can answer that, but I do think, um, you know. In the, in the, to a certain degree, you know, I don't. I don't agree with his policies either. You know, I'm. I'm no fan of Reagan, to be quite honest. And I think um, it's just as scary to me to think that the exterior is all there is, mm-hmm. um, and also, it, perhaps even scarier, considering where we are at the moment, yes. um, to look at the way that Reagan was able to run his presidency. You know, as the film shows by. Harnessing the tools of public relations and you know the skills of a um, of a Hollywood actor, and I think you know that's that's really what we were, were driving at in the film is to show you know how how these tools actually got the job done, and that should be a very chilling thing. You know, we're the the story we're telling in the film is is uh, U.S. USSR nuclear negotiations, and you know to a certain you know, Reagan kind of triumphs in that at the end of the film, and I think, um, you know, we're not, we're not trying to show the sort of gigantic success of, of that policy, We're yeah. we're, as much as we're trying to show the way he achieved it, which is, um, to my mind, a, um, a sort of chilling thing. And, you know, and, and part of that is, and part of the reason we chose, um, that particular storyline is, you know, the two reasons. One is that, you know what we're what we want to talk about in this film is is not just the story but how that story got told mm-hmm. you know how the narrative of the Reagan presidency was propagated and reinforced um and so staying within the archival record we can show you know the way that the media the parts of the media played in that and also the way that the Reagan administration is creating these images um in order to secure that legacy um and you know we started with. I think we watched about a thousand hours of footage um, all told uh, amongst our team. Um, and we started with this archive that the Reagan administration had authored. And we, you know, we didn't come to it with the Soviet story at the very beginning. We watched a lot, as much of that footage as we could to see what was being covered in, in that record. And, you know, the, the film is notable for the absences as much as what's, you know in it and and this is the story that they that they were focusing on and so so uh, you know as i said it's about it's about how they're reinforcing this legacy how they're reinforcing this narrative and how narratives in general are created yeah yeah and there, yes and and again,
0: just to um back up what you just said i think this is a story that is ever more relevant today than uh And in ways to see how this this symbiotic relationship between power and media has morphed, continues to morph in ways that are um, we all need to be aware of it at very least. And if not even even to the point of understanding it to uh, and, and in ways in which we can affect it to be a more. Democratic vehicle as opposed to more of a, a showbiz. I mean, we are really star. Mm-hmm. We still are engaged in a star-making machine, um, and um, we saw it recently. So it's, <sighs> okay. I, I, you know, it, it, it's it's just crazy. I, I mean, it's crazy in the sense that the parallels, and I'm going to say it out loud, the parallels between Ronald Reagan and, and Donald Trump are eerie in, yeah. in 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 very very real uh, ways, and so. I, one one of the reasons that that it's such a a, a terrific watch is uh, for people who are not familiar with Reagan's administration just sort of hear echoes of what it was like, and he, the person you it's an opportunity to see him in unguarded moments, and 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 also you get a uh, some scope of his presidency. On the other hand, it's not very hard to see why it's so important today as well. So, uh, Mike, congratulations to you and, and Pacho for what your work here. But uh, to move forward, um, what did you learn about Reagan that surprised you most in making this film? Um,
1: I think, you know, it was what surprised me most about um Reagan was also what surprised me most about Gorbachev actually. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't I didn't realize that he was as capable of a a sort of performer and communicator as Reagan was. Um and I think you know as we as we were shaping the film, um I think we were surprised by how much he was going to actually rise to to be Reagan's equal um on the same terms that we're presenting Reagan in. Um and so you know, by the end of the film, Gorbachev, uh, you know, is, is kind of running circles around Reagan a bit rhetorically, and, and, um, you know, he kind of steals his joke away from him in, in what's my favorite scene in the film. And, mm-hmm. um, so I think that was, that was surprising, um, from sort of a historical perspective. And, um, I think, you know, what, uh, you know, as I admitted, I'm not, I, I'm not, um, very pro Reagan, and I think what what was kind of um, most surprising and slightly disturbing to me was um, the finding that some of his charm and charisma actually was would work on me, um, <laughs> which I think is is kind of a lesson of the film, and and hopefully something that viewers feel if they're feeling kind of drawn to him in some ways that that's uh, i think an interesting thing to yeah. kind of step back and feel like oh the policy i don't agree with him but i'm feeling some warmth what does that mean <laughs> you know right, right. um and i think you know that the the most telling moment for me was i had i had read that um the transcript of his um iran contra address to the nation where he says um you know in my heart i know i didn't do it but the facts and the evidence tell me otherwise, <laughs> which is just like an ab- absurd, um, kind of atrocious, um, statement. And I had read it in text and I just found it like appalling and laughable, and, um, which it is. And then I kind of watched the speech later, um, and he, something in his eyes, I kind of felt bad for him and so that, having having kind of done had that experience back to back of finding the words really yeah um, kind of horrifying, and then being kind of taken in by his performance of those words um that was a real a real shocker to me
0: well in, in the film you you focus a lot of it, a time within the Reagan show on his background and his up you know his training as an actor hit the films that right. he's been in and and so it's it's an it's an arc to, to what you're talking about, that he, first of all, over the years had built up a brand. That's, what I think, what we would mm-hmm. call today. At the time, we might have called it sort of a uh, cachet among people. But it's his brand to be believable and down-to-earth, and he wouldn't tell a lie, kind of that sort of idea that was very... Much cultivated by the people around him and and his own exterior persona was such, and even in the films that he did which you which you showcase so it, it's he cashed I, in some ways he may have just cashed all of that in on that one speech because that was what that was what ha, you know that's how it, that's what what happened um, yeah. um but I don't, I don't think there's any shame, <laughs> personally, in being, being charmed by him because he, right. this is a, a skill he had honed over many, many years and, and obviously did a great job with it. Again, I'm going to come back to today because it is so relevant. One of the things that Reagan did while he was president, in my opinion, was he was a happy face to an administration full of people who were doing things domestically in, in the political realm that were awful for most people for most people, and that is a direct parallel to what I think is happening in today's political landscape.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's what, you know, we started we started this film three and a half years ago, mm-hmm. um, and we are, I would love to be able to say that we were smart enough to predict the rise of Trump, but that's, actually, yeah. that's not true, but, um, you know, from the beginning we knew that we were that this is kind of the roots of the present day and and you know what we're looking at with Reagan and the the, the sort of rise of this media strategy can tell us a lot by, about where we have derived and you know Trump is a real you know kind of metastasized version of of what Reagan is just beginning yeah. um you know it's there's a lot of differences between them i think you know as many as there are similarities but i think it it does seem true that you know reagan's doing the sort of hollywood version and and trump's the reality show version right um right and both how they look at narrative <laughs> amongst other things but yeah it's not um the ability to sort of have a persona um mask over the the political realities of of policy or it's a pretty haunting similarity it is. and terrifying It is at the moment.
0: We're speaking with uh, Sierra Pentagill, and uh, she is the co-director along with uh, Pacho Velez of the new film The Reagan Show, and you can go to thereaganshow.com to find out more about the film. It's opening today, uh, June 30th, in New York City, as well as here in Los Angeles at the Lemley Playhouse 7. Uh, it's opening at the Metrograph in New York as we speak to here today on, on june thirtieth and um I urge you to see it if you're in New York, you have an opportunity to go to the screenings at the uh, metrograph uh to uh, to see you and Matt Wolf and Pacho uh for the seven o'clock screening and uh, also on july first uh, at five p m so uh, so go check that out if you're listening to the sound of my voice in, across this great land of ours. Uh, check it out at the Metrograph as well as here in
1: Limley, uh, in Pasadena at the Lemley Playhouse 7. Um, we have three writers on the film, but one of them, Josh Alexander, um, is going to be doing Q&As at the Lemley um, Friday night and Saturday. The,
0: the reaction, um, what has been the reaction to the film? And I'm curious of... People who were sort of uh, acolytes of of Ronald Reagan, have you had a have you had a wide enough screening uh, or seen by enough people yet to get a sort of a, a sense of the reaction to the film?
1: Um, you know, we've we've only been showing at festivals um, in the U.S. so far, and so I think that tends to skew kind of left towards those screenings. Um, but we have had a few um, Reagan fans in the audience and um yeah it's hard, it's hard to say. I'm I'm curious to see what yeah. the reaction will be when it's released more broadly. Um I think, you know, Reagan everyone everyone pretty much has a a pretty firm idea about Reagan and um and a, a very certain connection to him and I think um everybody brings a lot to the film. Um and so I think there's a, there's a lot of strong reactions on all sides, you know the film doesn't because no film can cover the entire presidency and mm-hmm. so yeah. um well, yeah, I think that's that's what we were attracted to is trying to kind of look at the that mythology you know yeah. he's sort of the patron saint of the right and reviled by the left and um how 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 can we see how he was able to kind of get there,
0: yeah, well, I will say. I think that people who are fans of Ronald Reagan and his presidency are going to be fine with the film in a lot of ways. I don't I mean it he he is who he is and in and we see him in across the spectrum of his of his presidency and his reactions and he certainly comes across uh, in in much of the film uh, as a very relatable person who, you know, I mean that's what he was and I I would I would be hard pressed other than I don't think history has been, personally, I don't think history has been particularly kind to Reagan, although uh, you get an argument on that too. But I just think uh, that in some ways – I don't know if you remember the movie Multiplicity, uh, the Michael Keaton film, that with each succeeding yeah. copy, the, it got he got worse and worse. And I really think that in many ways that's what Donald Trump is, the multiplicity of Ronald Reagan. And, and that's brilliant. And, 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 and it's become crasser and more obvious and less sophisticated. And I do really think that in many ways that that's what we're looking at is this sort of multiplicity, if that's a yeah. word, version of Ronald so. Reagan. So. I don't
1: think we, we could have a Trump without a Reagan. So
0: Yeah. Exactly. It's that's why it's such an important film. I really want to underscore this with our listeners that this is one of those movies that you really should see because it's it it is what it is about Reagan and his administration, etc. But again, it's all about it's so much more. There's so much more going on here. And to see see this sort of the uh, the big bang of the media in terms of, you know, what it's become today, but really emerged with. The cooperation and the encouragement of of the most powerful uh, office in the world, the presidency, all of this sort of symbiotic relationship, and now it's morphed into something of a of a monster. And uh, this is the world we live in now. Is that is that fair?
1: Oh yeah, a <laughs> chilling way to start the morning. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, well, I'm going to say congratulations because I really mean it. This I thoroughly enjoyed the film and the Reagan Show. And um, it is such a a great object lesson as well as a trip down memory lane. And uh, my congratulations to you and Pacho for your work here. It really is truly um, uh, a a wonderful uh, piece of uh, cinema. And uh, I encourage anyone who's in New York City and as well as in Los Angeles to check this out at the Metrograph in New York City as well the Limley Playhouse here in in Los Angeles area and then begins to roll out from there you're also going to be opening in D so I can't wait To see the reaction when it opens in DC uh, uh, a week later uh, or so when July says yeah I I really I hope you're going to be around for that one too so uh, the armor yeah (laughs) well Sierra thank you so much uh, for being a part of Film School today I really enjoyed the film and and uh, hopefully you enjoyed our conversation as well
1: thank you yeah this is great I appreciate it
0: thank you.